Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Ryan Berto is your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We are going to have a, a great show for you. But first, I need to give you an errata, an errata, an errata. We sent out the wrong, you know, it's all automated. So I make a change one place and it then goes out all over the place. Well, today the show is not, it shows the same thing that we showed this morning, I believe. I think it's. I think that's what it's showing that I that we that we did on KPFT. That's not the show for today. That's not the show for today. The show for today is going to be talking about. Uh, well, you know, Michael Steele uh, had some words about Donald Trump. I'm going to be listening to what you guys are saying out there. In other words, I hope you guys are going to have a lot of messages for me. And likewise. I have a uh, a thing on Oliver Anthony that uh, that should really be pretty pretty cool. Anyhow, uh, we are going to save Miss Conti, uh, which is a pretty long interview, likely for Monday, and uh, so we'll do Conti on Monday, which I think it's what show is showing Cheryl Conti for today. But Cheryl Conti will be Monday. I will have to go and make all those changes around the place. But I, again, it, it's not what um, we are going to talk about today. Anyhow, welcome aboard E2247. Welcome aboard Yvette Avery Herod. Lee Grant is in the house as well as our brother Paul Fleming from the Big A, Atlanta, Georgia. Bridge MCP says, hey, peeps, Bridge. I missed you yesterday. I called you out, but we missed you. We missed you either that or you were silent. But if we, if you were silent and we called you out and you didn't make your present known, we are hurt. Eric Hayes is in the house. How are you doing, Eric? Uh, we also have AVQ, the one and only Michael Rudden. He says, Egberto, one for the screen, but don't keep it up too long. Trump tweets, never surrender after uh, he and all his cronies have already surrendered. This is a message for energizing the base. Man, MAGA are such a bunch of suckers. Yeah, we know that. But not only do we know that, we've known that. We know that it's not real. We know they are not real. But here it is on the screen since you ask. There you go. There you go. Mugshot August 24th, election interference, never surrender. Donald Trump, Jay, Donald J. Trump, that you know what. But you know what? He's a clown. His days are numbered. So don't worry too much. His days are numbered. But Michael Steele has something to say about that. All right. Okay. Never silent. Well, was ill. Still. Oh, what's wrong, beautiful? Bridge MCP, that is. What's wrong? You said you are ill. Let us know. Let us know what, what we can do, if there's anything we can do, even if it's just through your mind, right? Uh, not on the screen. Oh, I thought I had it on the screen. But since you said it's not on the screen, I will try it again. Uh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. It seems like, let's see if I can get it now. I think it's going to be on the screen now. There you go. ¿Por qué diablo hice eso? No sé lo que está pasando. There you go. Uh, Yvette says, I hope you get better soon. Bruce Pollard says, good day. Another century day of heat. I show on my little screen here that in Humble it is, meaning Kingwood, it is in 102 degrees. That's tough. We we continue. We had one reprieve. I think a couple of days ago it was 99 degrees. Daniel Edo says, Bridge, have you considered a psychologist for your illness? Uh, Rudnan, before you, you got corny and funny maybe it would have been nice to ask what was wrong it could have been something you know it does is it so difficult to love on each other and be nice lido is it so hard to do that is it all so hard to be humane is it so hard i don't think so you know um as well, anyway, uh, let, let's continue, let's continue, let's continue para ver qué vamos a hacer. We have Eric that says, so green energy is not doing its job. Email from ERCOT, voluntary energy conservation requested. ERCOT is experiencing high demand and low wind power generation. Please help conserve electricity by reducing your consumption, okay? I don't know why you would be rejoicing and making a statement like that. First of all, uh, we don't know uh, if that is a political statement from ERCOT. I have a hunch that uh, it is a political statement. I have a hunch when we go and look deep down, we're going to find that we had a few 
uh, natural gas generator go offline like they constantly do. Now, uh, if we don't have a good wind pattern as well, of course, there will be less generation from wind, but more generation from uh, from uh, solar. But again, what it means is that we need more wind turbines. It means we need more solar. It means we also need to use more back-end stores. Back-end stores could mean as winds blowing very hard at night that we pump water into a lake and then release it when there's no wind. I mean, there's a lot of things we can do if we're willing to invest the money in, uh, Eric. There's a lot of things that we can do. All right. Uh, Michael says he's out of patience for fools. Um, let me tell you, uh, Michael, remember when you are here given great information that you give all of the times? It's not for those who you consider that statement in the chat. It is for the thousands of people that's going to hear it, see it, etc. So please, my dear uh, warrior, and I am going to give my Michael Rudnin and Bridge MCP the warrior badge because I know how difficult it is. Remember, the PDR posse doesn't end with the listeners that we have here. In fact, this is the smallest part of the PDR posse, though it is very representative of America, but it is the smallest portion of our PDR posse. The larger portion of our PDR posse are all of those who will be listening on the podcast. And I showed you there are several thousand. So you are having an impact. And whenever you refute those who come here with misinformation, it is, it is a necessary part of being able to uh, enlighten others that think like them who receive our podcasts. So you warriors are doing your job. Bruce Pollard says, save our name calling for the magazine, people. The magazine. The magazine. Okay. Uh, Eric says, fool's gold. Okay, Eric. E2247 says, that. Uh, that's infuriating, brutal side of affairs along the Rio Grande River right now. Thanks to Texas Republican Greg Abbott, Operation Lone Star. I must have missed the first part. River buoys laced with circular saws, separated imprisoned migrant families. Border officers ordered to push exhausted asylum seekers, including children, into a Russian river. They are inhumane. And I bet they go to church on Sundays and claim that they're Christians and forget what Jesus continuously preach. You know, I had a, a caller on, I, I, should have, I should have gotten that. I should have made a video out of that. I will do that later on. Let me give myself a note uh, to make a video. I got to do a video on that. This guy called in. He was really anti-immigrant and I, I shut him up, not shut him up in a rude way, but I reminded him, I reminded him that uh, when the pilgrims came here, when the settlers came in Jonestown before the pilgrims, Jamestown before the pilgrims, they didn't ask, uh, the pilgrims didn't, or rather the, 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 the indigenous folks didn't ask them for their papers or whatever would have been their papers. Maga uh, slash Zine added Apple. Hey, I love that, Bruce. Uh, immigration and uh, KPFT. I want to remember to put that KPFT. I got to cut that piece out of the video. Thank you for bringing that stuff about immigration up. All right, let's see what else we got here. Fleming says, DA Fannie Willis demanded Trump, Giuliani, Meadows, and 16 other co-defendants surrender by noon today. All 19 now have turned themselves in. The 19 criminals are now, uh, have now been in custody. Uh, Brit says, Egberto Willis, although I disagree with Eric and Lee many times, even Mike C., I don't mind them. I seriously think they're good people. I do too. Sometimes I, a pita put, but that's life. I got you, girl. I got you. Lee Grant says, the posse is a big tent from Ledo to Bridge. Yes, it is, Lee Grant. You're absolutely right. And when I talked, when I talk about, you know, when I talk to Ledo and I tell him, I, you know, I have nothing against him. If I see Ledo in, 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 in the, um, in, in here in Kingwood, I will always have my hug extended for him. He'll run 99.999% of the times, but when, which, whatever that point, oh, 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 one time that he's there to receive the love, it'll be there for him because we are one big 
community. So uh, you got that right, brother um, Grant. You've definitely got that right. All right, let's see what else we got here. Let's see what else we got here. Um, para ver, para ver, para ver. Uh, three Georgia Republicans who falsely claim to be electors from Trump say they did so because a former president told them to. I don't know if that's going to fly. They can try it, but I don't think it's going to fly. Uh, Lee Grant also says Vivek came out swinging. He came out swinging out for the debate. His 10th commandment, the U.S. Constitution is the strongest guarantor of freedoms in history. Yeah, but Vivek made it. Actually, I think Vivek looked like that. Uh, what, what do you, what's that word? Is it um, pugnacious kid? You know, um, who was completely disrespectful, you know? Um, I think he could have done things a lot less, with a lot less disrespect, if you will. Uh, Bruce says, I, if we find life on the moon or Mars, kill we pass it, can we, wait, uh, will we pass it by? I don't know. I don't know. Eric Hay says, viva Vivek. So Eric, does that mean that you're going to vote, would you vote for Vivek over Donald Trump? Uh, let's see. Bridge MCP says, sorry about the heat, guys. Here it's been 60 degrees, windy and cold. Had a sweatshirt on yesterday, but then I was a bit sick. Bridge, 60 degrees. When I went to New York in your parts of town in, in, in the uh, Hudson River Valley up north, even then was pretty hot, although it was dry. And I enjoyed being in the forest. I mean, it was so beautiful. Up there in the in the woodlands in, in New York. It was beautiful. All right, let's go with the first one. The first one I want to do is with, um, what's the name? Uh, Oliver Anthony. Because, you know, uh, Oliver Anthony was the mag for, for a while. The MAGA people pumped him up. They made sure, they false, they made him number one on the Apple charts. And the way they did that, is using their base. I wish to all the progressives out there, and uh, that that are that are that are happy to call themselves progressives, right? I wish, I wish we would have the operation like we have, like the the right has when it gets robots to do things, but we don't because you know we're all pretty. You know how we are. But anyhow, I'm going to play that one with uh, Oliver Anthony in a minute, but. I want to read what Paul says. Paul says, the Biden administration is expected to unveil on Tuesday the first 10 prescription drugs selected for Medicare price negotiations while it's keeping a tight lid on the potential market moving information. Analysts took a stab at which medications made the list. Check out the prediction. And I don't think you gave me a link, Paul Fleming. Daniel Lowe says, 10 years ago, I was a good person. Not anymore. I have spent the last 10 years fully understanding the current political and cultural trends and preparing my mind uh, for what will soon be necessary. A fight requires hard men willing to make hard choices. Mm. You know, that is what they preach on the right. You know, they, they preach this false bravado. They preach this thing about somehow you are fighting for something you have to defend. Daniel, what are you fighting for? What is it that you think you are going to kill, harm, and maim to hold on to? What is it that you think progressives, liberals want to take away from you? Actually, not a damn thing. There's nothing that you have we want, but we would like to make sure that your grandkids, your kids have a better life than you do, and we know how to do it. Do yourself a favor. Listen to his music. I listened to it today in detail, and I even give you a little few cuts of it. So I tell you what, without further ado, let's go ahead and play this for you without any further I do. Check it out. Let me go ahead and prepare it first. The right wing was under the impression that uh, Oliver Anthony wrote that song uh, about the, the what the people are going through as if it was going to be the national anthem for the right wing, right? Because, I mean, they just listened to a few words, you know, that part that says welfare and getting fat and, you know, the stereotype on welfare, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, you know, it turns out 
that he is likely severely disappointing those on the right because, you know, it, it turns out that he had a few words to say. And one of them he said was, I wrote that song about those people, you know, so for them to have to sit there and listen uh, to that cracks me up. He also says, that song has nothing to do with Joe Biden. You know, it's a lot bigger than Joe Biden. That song was written about the people on that stage, meaning the Republican Party stage, and a lot more too, not just them, but definitely them, he said. Though it remains to be seen if Republican politicians will get the message, the song does not does have one fan on the other side of the aisle, Democratic candidate Robert F. Kennedy. But I mean, here's the deal. The whole deal about the song is that when I listened to the song the first time and I saw the words, it's like, well, you know what? If he's singing that as an ode to the right, but looking at their policies and what he's complaining about, the guy better be a, he should be a progressive. He's just voting wrong. And in effect, if you listen to the words that he said, he doesn't want to get political. And in fact, he said, I'm right down the middle. Really, anytime you hear somebody say they're down the middle, they're really left really not wanting to say what they really stand for. But listen, look at his history. Look at his background. Look at the difficulties he's had in life. You know, a 30-year-old with these kinds of difficulties. I want you to listen to the follow-up that he has, and then we'll finish on the other side. I never used to wake up feeling this way. Just know I didn't used to wake up feeling this way. Cussing myself every damn day. Cussing myself every damn day. Always some kind of bill to pay. Always some kind of bill to pay. People just doing what the rich man says. People just doing what the rich man says. And that is the sentiment of probably 75% of Americans. Just what he said there. The problem is they just don't know what to do. They just figure that these rich guys, they're going to get what they want every time they want whatever they want. So to Mr. Anthony, uh, Oliver Anthony, let me tell you something, brother. Uh, look, you in your Little your your voice represent quite a bit of what folks are saying. If we could get all the people who know what the problems are to really start looking at who has the solution, then things will be okay. So maybe as opposed to being a political, just like you kind of meandered in politics a bit in this interview, brother, go ahead and get real political and say who is really, where the genesis of the problem is, who are really causal. Just saying rich people is not enough. We need to actually go to the causal nature of policy. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. And you know what? Rolling Stone had a good article about it, and they said the following, Richmond, north of Richmond songwriter, also calls out the left for misinterpreting his lyrics. I'm going to write, produce, and distribute authentic music that represents people and not politics. Uh, Oliver released another of his direct-to-camera It's Pleasure to Meet You videos, this time recorded in the cab of his truck while main rain beats down upon the roof. It is a, it is a must-watch and arguably the most clear representation of Virginia songwriters so far. In the 10-minute YouTube clip, the Virginia songwriter, and I watched it, who skyrocketed into public consciousness and even the Republican presidential debate, talks at length about the viral success of Richmond, north of Richmond, and how it's been co-opted by the very people he sings about in its lyrics, politicians on both sides of the aisle. The one thing, and you know, when he says both sides of the aisles, he qualifies it, right? Because it is clear he's talking about uh, that those, those that are looking at the status quo and the right. It is clear. I'll point it out. The one thing that has bothered me is seeing people wrap politics up in his, he says, it's aggravating to seeing people on conservative news try to identify with me like I am one of them. In other words, I ain't one of them. It's aggravating seeing certain musicians and politicians act like we're buddies and act like we're fighting the same struggle here, like we are trying to present the same message. No, we're not. No, we're not. 
Brand events are back and bigger than ever. And with the proper blueprint, brands uh, can create a a moment of impact that far exceeds the day of for a long lasting impression on store itself. Anthony, who previously said he was down the middle politically, laughed at how Richmond, North Richmond, was used in the first question of Wednesday's Republican presidential debate, which Donald Trump arrested for the fourth time on Thursday, skipped for an interview with Carlson. I wrote that song about those people. So for the candidates who have to sit there and listen to that, that cracks me up, he says. The song has nothing to do with Joe Biden. It's a lot bigger than Joe Biden. That song was written about the people on that stage. This is out of his mouth. And a lot more, not just them, but definitely them. Not just them, but definitely them. Then he had a cautionary thing for the, for the, uh, for the left. Because the left took a, 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 took an issue with something he said about fudge and fat, right? Check this out. He says, but Anthony, Anthony had also some words for those on the left who, according to him, misrepresented Richmond, north of Richmond, particularly averse about welfare and the poor. In other words, we came on the attack when he started to seem like he was given that same Clintonian misrepresentation of what welfare is. That's what many of us thought, including yours truly. That's what I thought, Right. Here's what he says. Uh, he says the lyric about the obese milking welfare by using tax money to buy fudge rounds was in response to an article he read about the percentage of welfare money spent on snack food and soda. If we can fuel a proxy war in a foreign land, but we can't take care of our own, that's all the song is trying to say, Anthony says, that the government takes people who are needy and dependent and makes them needy and dependent. The, driven in part by a wealth of digital downloads, Richmond, north of Richmond, is the number one song on Billboard's Hot 100 and is poised for a second week atop the chart. In his video, Anthony getting choked up with tears says that like the Bible verse he read before a show uh, in color, it's meaningless to him. I think it's important because we have all these people always talking about Jesus and God. And when a preacher got up there recently and said, uh, we need to feed the, feed the hungry, clothe the poor, and help the immigrant who's trying to get over here. Members of his congregation went up to that preacher and said, preacher, why are you preaching this liberal crap? And the preacher said, oh, no, 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 no congregation. This is what Jesus said. And the congregants looked at the preacher and said, I'm sorry, preacher. This is from the former head of the Baptist convention, the former head of the Baptist convention. He said, they looked at him and they said, sorry, preacher, that's not tough enough. That doesn't work anymore. Jesus's words don't work anymore. Jesus doesn't work anymore. So we keep the Christian, but we promote the Lucifer. We keep the Christian, but we promote the Lucifer. You know, and the, the, the humility of brother Oliver then comes out and he says, I don't deserve to sit in, in the top five places on the iTunes chart. And the truth is I can really give a SHIT less about the iTunes chart. He says, what I care about is connecting with people. This is my kind of guy. This is my kind of guy. Anthony has done minimal press so far, chatting briefly with Fox News after his North Carolina concert last Saturday, and apparently sit in for an interview with Barry Wise, the press. Now the right wing wants his head because he said he believed in inclusivity. Instead, he mostly seems to be letting his direct camera videos do the talking along with his music. He promises more songs are on the way. I'm going to write, produce, and distribute authentic music that represents the people and not politics. You keep doing that. And maybe you should just let your song speak for themselves. Because if you sing for the people in Appalachia, if you sing for the people in Houston, all those words that you're talking about, the difficulties that the, 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 the grassroots people are having, that 75% of Americans are having, that difficulty that 75% of Americans are having, 
you articulate that very well with your song. And by the way, I love the tune, right? Actually, I prefer the second song over the first song because it kind of, it to me, kind of more bluesy. And you know, that's what I kind of like. So I think that was a great, great doing. And, um, I, and I'm glad you shut the, the right to hell up when you, when you spoke about it's those guys on stage. Because that was the instantiation of evil that we saw. And I know it's not what in those those folks on stage, I definitely know it's not what's in their hearts, but it's a shame that they think they have to do that to win an election. It's shameful that they think they have to do that to win an election. All right. Uh, Eric says, you are haters if you think this is anything of uh, but what normal people think. Uh, wait a minute. I said the thing that's going through, what Oliver is talking about, is what 75% of Americans are living. And before you made that comment, Eric, that was in my, my, my blog. Please, thank you. Apologize. All right. Daniel Edo says, America freedom never said I would kill and maim. Is that what that is that what is secretly in your brain, Egberto? No, Daniel. But anybody who tells me you're filled with ammo, and that you, these are things you write on our chat here, sir. You're saying that you're waiting for the Inquisition when we are, when you can put us, you know, you remember what you said during the, uh, when they had the, the gallows out there for, for, for um, Pence? Come on, Ledo. These are words out of your mouth or writings that you have, you know? So when, when, when uh, Rudnan tells you, it's, you you sound a certain way, you know, I'm, I know you and I don't think you're that way. But I mean, if you come across that way, what can I say, you know? And then you say you are the one apparently with a bloodlust. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. All right. British MCP says Florida lawyer files challenge to disqualify Trump. Oh, I didn't see that from the 2024 race citing 24th Amendment. I didn't see that one. Wow. So it has started. Eric says the echo chamber will look at crooked stuff. Hmm. I don't know what that means, but I'll take it at face value. Lee Grant says Anthony sounds like he's a rugged individualist. Well, um, no, he's not. He's not a rugged individualist. And a one, one word would tell you uh, that he's not a rugged individualist. And how do I know that? He says uh, in, in, in the words, he's, and these are his words. Uh, he says the lyrics about, uh, uh, the words that he said is, if we, to show you that he's not a rugged individualist, Lee Grant, he says, if we can fuel a proxy war in a foreign land, but can, Take care of our own. That's all the song is trying to say. That the government takes people who are needy and dependent and makes them needy and dependent. Here's the deal. Again, read that sentence. And what he's telling you is pretty simple. Because he is acknowledging that government should be doing something. Rugged individualist doesn't believe in government. Rugged individualist says, government stay away. He's saying... There are starving people in America. There are people who are in need in America. But our government can give it to Ukraine. Your government can give it to other places. But it won't for its own people. So no, that's not rugged individualism, Lee Grant. That is societal. That is saying, I am my brother's keeper. Like I believe. I believe I'm your keeper. I believe I'm Bridges' keeper. I believe I'm Eric's keeper. I believe I'm Daniel Ledo's keeper. I believe I am Fleming's keeper. I'm everybody's keeper. Okay, May Woods keeper. I'm just looking down my list, okay? All right, continuing, continuing, continuing. Uh, let's see, E2247 asks U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops to reprimand Abbott. Uh, yes, we should do that, right? Because he's committed a crime against his church. You're right. Estás correcto, señor. I am deeply disturbed from E2247. I'm e deeply disturbed by cruel anti-immigrant uh, tactics being used by several prominent Catholic governors to build their political profiles. It's a shame when the, the way to build your profile is to cause harm to others. Shameful. All right. Bridge MCP says, Bragg uh, titled the response song, Richmond uh, earning north of a million in, uh, let's see, Bragg titled his response song, Richmond Earning North of a Million. In a video introduction, the British songwriter and labor rights advocate said, since I saw that clip of Oliver Anthony singing his song, Richmond North of Richmond, the ghost of Woody Guthrie has been whispering in my ear. 
help that guy out, what it keeps telling me. Let him know there's a way to deal with those problems he's singing about. So today I sat down and wrote this response to Mr. Anthony's song for people like him and people like you. Bragg's song advocates taking action and joining a union and rewrites lines from Anthony's songs. The original uh, first verses have been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for BS pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away. Bragg's rewrites runs. If you're selling your soul, working all day, overtime hours for BS pay, nothing is going to change if all you do is wish you could wake up, it not be true. Join a union. Fight for better pay. You're, you better join a union. Brother, organize today. And you know what? I am pretty sure if we took those words to Brother Oliver, Anthony, I am sure he would say, I agree. Daniel Adol says, yes, you deserve jail in my opinion. You and Fauci can bunk together. I'd be honored. Uh, let's see. Oliver agrees with Vivek on Ukraine. Okay. Um, I don't think Oliver is saying that we shouldn't help Ukraine. Oliver said distinctly, if we can fuel a proxy war in a foreign land. Proxy war just mean we are helping this particular, we are, we are fight, they are fighting Russia so that we don't have to fight Russia. In, in their parlance, he's not saying not to do that. No, I'm saying there's it's a lot deeper than that. But he's saying not to. He's saying if you can afford to do that, you can afford to take care of your own. He never went out there and said that it's wrong. Let's let's not put words into the guy's mouth. All right, let's see. Lee Grant says Vivek's second commandment: there are two genders. Vivek can say whatever he wants. Vivek is a. Uh, what word I, I I can't say the word that I really would like to use to describe Vivek on air, so I won't. Uh Bridge MTP says Lee, he could say that two genders, so what? Yeah, so what? Uh, that's a perfect answer. So what? Paul Fleming says members of the United Auto Workers Union voted in favor of authorizing a strike at the Detroit three automakers if an agreement over a new Contract is not reached before the current expires on September 14th, UAW President Sean. And I think they will have to solve the problem because Americans are starting to show, we believe. Be wise, organize, according to E2247. And Bridge MCP says, is what you believe, Lee. All right, let's go now to uh, what we better beware of. This is from the one and only uh Michael Steele. Let's go to Michael Steele and then we'll take it on the other side. Michael Steele has some advice for not only Democrats, for, but the country as a whole. Donald Trump is not done yet. And remember, he's playing a game. And it is important for us to understand the game that he's playing along with his sycophants and surrogates. And what Michael Steele is saying, I tell you what, let's go ahead and listen to him and then we'll take it on the other side. Every lawyer I've talked to at this point says, only question is, is Donald Trump going to do a deal or is Donald Trump yeah. going to end up in prison? And the only yeah. political question is, if he doesn't do a deal, a universal deal, and he ends up in prison, will the Republican Party nominate somebody and elect somebody while they're in jail? Uh, or will they choose a different path forward? It's 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 pretty stark. And again, th these lawyers I talk to, again, Republicans and Democrats alike, uh, you know, they they say he can pose, he can preen, he can say whatever he wants to say. At the end of the day, uh, the walls aren't closing in on him. The walls have closed in on him. He's got ninety indictments. And even even his biggest apologists legally have said even one of those indictments could amount to a life sentence. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, all right on point. Look, Joe, we are where we knew we'd be. <laughs> Once this yeah. process started, you know, so you've got people, you know, sort of like, oh, this moment. Well, I'm sorry. I factored this moment in a long time ago because this is the natural course of how it should have gone. Once you started down the road in, in these four um, separate indictments uh, of uh, holding this president accountable. 
from my view, you know, watching yesterday the motorcades and the security, 80 motorcycles stationed, I'm, I'm sitting there going, he lost those privileges the moment this whole thing started to unravel. And yet we still try to keep him elevated on the same level as a Barack Obama or a George Bush or, or a former president. He's not. He is now an indicted individual. Uh, four times, 91 counts. Uh, he's got a mugshot. He's got an inmate number. Uh, he's not. Uh, yeah, he's a former president, but he's a lot of other former things, too. And so it, I think the country now has to begin to contextualize all of this. Uh, the lawyers that you cited are exactly right. The politics on this is exactly clear. And we already know, Joe, what the politics is. We're seeing it play out. Jim Jordan and his ilk are all on defense to protect and block and tackle for Donald Trump to slow this process because in their warped mind, Donald Trump wins next year. Come hell or high water, the fixes in in state in, in, in uh, election boards and, and processes around the country are already setting it up. So let's not be surprised and act like, oh my God, we didn't see this coming. They've been telegraphing it and preparing for it for over two years now. So we know what they're doing on the ground in a lot of states, particularly key states like Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania. Shall I go on? We've heard these places before. Right. So let us stop being surprised by stuff and get in the game and understand exactly what Jim Jordan and all the others are doing to set up 2024. And when that happens, We'll know how to deal with it because we will have dealt with it before that moment. And so this is this for me, this mugshot. We knew Donald Trump was going to put it on a T-shirt. We knew what he's going to say. All right. He's going to make his bling off of it. He's going to get his cash because that's what it's always been about. So let's factor it all in, you know. And, 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 you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to take a mugshot of herself. Don't worry, baby, your turn may come sooner than you think. All right. So let's understand the moment beyond the shock and awe of it and recognize that the politics is in play. The legal system is doing what it should do. And the American people now need to decide whether or not they want to put this man back in the White House. We shouldn't take what Michael Steele is saying lightly. It is imperative that effective now we start preparing for all the roadblocks, all the confusion, all the chaos that Trump and his sycophants and his cronies are getting ready to unleash. The idea is to create mass confusion so that in that mass confusion, folks would lose or take their eye off the ball that we had a criminal who was once at some time the president of this country, that we have a criminal who stole information uh, uh, from this country, uh, classified information. We have a criminal who attempted to overthrow the United States of America, the election that has recently occurred. And we have a criminal who sold out the United, uh, sold out the United States by using his properties to make a hell of a lot of money for himself. And note, this billionaire now that he is in severe legal trouble, it's not only that he's willing to create chaos in the country, but he also wants you to pay for the chaos he's creating because those emails go out every day. Give me money for my defense. I'm defending you. Those emails go out Buy my merchandise, including the one that shows I am a, uh, I am inmate number XXXXX. I can't remember the number. Let's stop being stooges to this guy. And let's start remembering that planning needs to start today because even if he's if he is the nominee he will definitely lose but he will be out there talking about i won and now when i say definitely lose i mean the amount of people that vote for him because don't forget we're in an electoral college driven uh country where we must go out there and do the work to make sure that the electoral college reflects the popular vote folks there's a lot on you you can't you cannot get out of the game now. In fact, it's imperative that all Americans enter the game now. That's the way America wins. 
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. Okay, folks. So it's important. It's important. Let's see. Uh, let me go back up to the line here and see what we got here. Maywood said, seeing as God made the genders and he is in control and discipline, I figure we can let God work it all out and I just won't worry about it. No threat to me. So not my problem. I agree. Uh, let's see. Daniel replies, he's already did. He made man and woman. Nobody's talking about he did. We, no, look, nobody's complaining about God making a person that, well, actually, that's not true, right? He makes some people, assuming you're believing in God, he makes males who uh, have penises. He makes females who have vaginas, but he also makes uh People who have no sex uh, organs, per se, also have people who, well, I, I think it's no sex organs, something like that, but they have people who have both. So all these combinations have occurred naturally, right? And that's not to speak about how the hormones and everything else work in the body to decide how instinctively folks are attracted to each other. You know, bees automatically know what to do. Human beings automatically know what to do. And that some humans feel attracted to others, etc. That's how they were made. So, I mean, we can, if you want to be exact and say there's man and there's woman, that may be right. But you know what's also right? That uh, we don't have one man that needs to be just with a woman or anything like that. Because again, there's much more to it. And it is close minded to my good friends who simply don't understand that there's much they don't understand. And I'm saying that from a, a, from a former homophobe. I'm not trying to give myself a break. I say this all the time. I'm saying it here because we have new people coming in to listen. I learned because I was willing to listen. I was listened to hear and listen. I was willing to, to, to look at it not only from the point of view of, uh, from a social point of view, but even a scientific point of view. And <laughs> look, um, I think it is time for men to get over it. And if you don't get over it, that's really your problem. That isn't the problem of, uh, um, you know, a, a gay per. That's not a gay person's problem. That's your problem. It is your problem that you want to attack them. It is your problem that you want to attack transgender. You know, uh, it is your problem. And when you start seeing that the persons with the hangups are you, then maybe you will do something to fix yourself. The gay person doesn't need fixing. The trans person doesn't need fixing. It's you who needs fixing if you don't have the wherewithal to ensure that everybody, whatever it is that they, as far as what their biology tells them, and their biology isn't just the, their sex organs. The biology is their hormones. The biology is the proclivity in their mind of, to do, to, of what's in their minds. Right. And unfortunately, uh, too many people choose not to understand these concepts. Too many people choose to decide that they want to live in the Stone Age. OK, uh, what we have here now is uh, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Uh, Eric says, be rugged. It's OK to teach others to be assertive and courageous to speak up for others and themselves. That is part of Oliver's song. I don't have a problem with that at all. But actually, if you take a look at the response that Bridge MCP brought to Oliver, the, the song that he sang didn't have the solutions that he could. And that's what the songwriter that Bridge MCP brought us said. Hey, yeah, those are true problems. Let's look at what the real solutions are to those problems. Uh, Lee Grant says, I follow the science and scientist Richard Dawkins. There are two sexes and that's all there is to it. Uh, so if he says that, who cares? I know people 
That's all I'm going to say. I know people and I know the realities. Bridge MCP says, Eric, after the debate, Biden's donation went up. I'm glad to hear that. I didn't read that, but glad to know that. Uh, let's see. So, Lee, I'm a female and gay. Where do I fit in the narrative? Uh, be rugged. I say, let, let's continue. Eric says, and I'm going to skip that one. Bridge says, huh, let's, okay, so gay people are okay then? Uh, female. <laughs> Eric says, V manly is okay and teaching your family is okay, but the key is to respect others. I agree with you, Eric. The key is to respect others. And I had to learn that myself, right? I had to learn that. I was very dismissive of both women and gays, meaning homosexuals. Yeah. I was, I was dismissive. And to some extent, I just, I was prejudiced against that. And I learned, I learned first how to change it mentally and then from the heart. That's what one has to do. 10,000 years of human history, yet an ideology created from whole cloth in the past 30 years reflected all human history. Y'all are insane. And you see, that's where, uh, that's where not teaching history is so difficult or make us so less than smart on issues. If you think for one minute, that just over the last 30 years is when uh, people are, uh, came out with trans and all. That's not true. It's just now that people have the freedom to be who they are. They have the freedom to express themselves now. That's all. That's the only difference. But these things have been going on for millennials. People have been creating their own sexuality for millennials. They just had to keep it within the constructs of whatever the per- whatever the perverted laws were to pervert them from who they are. Paul Fleming says the EPA allows polluters to turn neighborhoods into sacrifice zones where residents breathe carcinogen. ProPublica revealed their those places in a first of its kind map and data analysis. I want you to take a look at Pasadena, Texas, and you'll see what it looks like. Melanie Keelan says, hey, everybody, back in the city. So you are back from the river. Great to have you back in Barcelona, Spain. Peggy Lopez says, it's a spiritual axiom. If I am disturbed, no matter the cause, I am the problem with the disturbance. Hi, all. Welcome, Peggy Lopez, my dear, beautiful sister. Eric Hayes says, there is nothing wrong with being manly. All who is thought to be spiritual leader of their family. Again, if your church preaches that and your family wants to live that, by all means, do it. I'm not going to come and try to change the dynamics of your family. Now, if uh, you want to be manly by harassing your wife and your wife don't want it, then I think she should have the option to leave and go where she feels cherished. Eric Hayes says, others should not push their wives or lifestyle on others and PO that is part of respect. I agree. I, ag- I agree wholeheartedly, and that's why you should stay out of a woman's body. You are absolutely right, Eric Hayes. Stay out of a woman's body. Stay out of a gay person's lifestyle. You're absolutely right, Eric. Okay, Melanie says, still with a song. <laughs> All right, let's see. Eric taught is a key word. Women were the leaders until we stopped being nomads and became farmers. Then communities were set up and females stayed with children. Before that, they were the hierarchy. Yeah, I read some of that before. All right, let's see. Daniel says, no trans was ever codified with an ideology. The ideology is new and not supported by biology science. I don't know what you're talking about. There are people who genuinely want they don't they feel like they're that the body that they have is not what they feel okay that's not what they feel and if they want to do something with their body to make it into what they feel so be it i have no problems with that we are in an age of mass psychosis brought on by marxist intellectuals this has nothing to do with marxism this is i mean this has absolutely nothing to do with marxism but I mean, uh, every, you would always try to tie it there, right? But it's not so at all. And and saying it so won't make it so. Uh, Paul Fleming says, Congress mandated uh, transparency for our military to make certain that crimes like sexual assault don't fester in secrecy as they have for years. But the Navy rejected the law. Sarah Matthews, ProPublica's deputy general counsel, said it keeps even 
heinous criminal accusations under wraps except in the rarest of circumstances, something that the law and the First Amendment cannot tolerate. I agree 100%. Daniel Ledo, let me see, Lee Grant says, start out in a woman's body. I started out in a woman's body. Oh, really? You did, huh? Well, I would have never known. I would have never known. I would have never known. All right, let's see what else we got here. Daniel, feelings are not biological science. No, it's not. It's not biological science if unless somebody find it tied to a, what should I say? Unless somebody uh, somebody finds it, how should I say this? How should I say this? Uh, Unless somebody finds the, the connection between some chemical within the body then that is the case okay uh again again however there are many and my daughter has told me some of that but i have to go back to her she's the one who knows the stuff eric says i have a gay cousin married to her wife with two kids and that is great for them happy for them and i want uh, and i went to their wedding too i always knew you're a good person eric so stop trying not to be, okay? Stop trying not to be. All right. Um, anyhow, I don't really have anything else unless you guys put some more on the screen uh, before we close the show down. But while you do that, I'd like to really urge you, ask you, uh, convince you to please support the program. It is of utmost importance we are behind in fundraising for the program. I'll read what uh, Bridge says. She says, gay or trans is not a choice or a preference. Please tell me when you choose to be straight, date, time, year. Very true, very true, very true. All right, folks, I want to ask all of you that are listening today, uh, if you can, please consider subscribing to our newsletter. Uh, it's a monthly thing if you want to, or, or if you want to do it in one piece, you can do so as well. But uh, let's see. It looks like your channels are read-only, so you can't reply. My channels are not read-only. What are you talking about? There's something wrong with the channels? I can't believe there's something wrong with the channel. Anyway, um, so folks, please go ahead and support the program however you can. Uh, I got to close this baby down. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.